Oh, you fucking gonna be famous. <laughs> Guys are looking sharp. Zach Dingy, Tony Capoletti. Two Hoops, Three Legs Podcast, where we share business tips, interview experts, and travel the world. This week on Two Dudes, Three Legs. So a lot of people get the self-cut system, but they don't get the gold pro series like me, right? So not only is it way sexier, but other people, when they get the cut system, it comes with an app to teach you how to cut your hair. Me? No, no, no. I got Mr. Reifer right here, the founder of the company, to help me fuck my own hair up. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Welcome back to the Two Dudes, Three Legs podcast with your host, Zach Dingy. Tony Capaletti. Today, we're sitting down with Reiford, who is the owner of Self-Cut Systems, which is a self-grooming system for your hair. If you don't know how to cut your own hair, you're going to figure out how to do it today. But uh, let's start with, I've been thinking of this question for a while, and I'm sure you get it a lot. Go ahead. Do barbers like you, or do they envy you? Or are they like, fuck this guy? Right. So, listen, in the beginning, um, you know, I, first, I started about 12 years ago. And when I first uh, came out, yes, we did a lot. You know, we actually got a lot of mixed feelings, yeah. right, uh, from barbers when they first saw our product in a barber expo event. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know what? It was hard. So what I had to do was I had to actually remarket my product and make it and made it into a barber-friendly product. How? We started doing barber battles at this big barber expo. Oh, that's fire. So when we did that, we had about 20 barbers on the stage and pretty much who cutting their own hair. Yeah, cutting their own hair using my system. Using my product. So when people saw that, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a barber. I'll come out here, but I'm not sure if you guys don't you know, but 85% of barbers actually became barbers because they started cutting their own hair. Oh, think about it. Yeah. Think about it. You're not gonna go and grab a clipper and just start cutting, you know, anybody's hair. You mm-hmm. you're cutting your own hair. Yeah. So it's like same story with me. I pretty much I started cutting my own hair, and I got so good at it that I actually became a barber at age 16 years old. Okay, so you started out as a barber before this was even a thing. Yeah. Got it. And you still cut your hair today? Yeah, I just did with it like- this product? Yes, of course, with the King's Gold. Damn, that's, let me see Yeah, that. three hours ago, no oh, lies. Damn. Jim, I cut oh, damn. Oh, damn. Completely faded, there you go. Gosh. Yep. But you started, so you became a barber at 16? I became a barber at 16. And then what led into starting this? So, it's so funny, when I uh, started working as a barber when I was 16 years old, I, um, you know, a lot of my friends thought I was gonna be a barber for the rest of my life. Right, but obviously, even though I enjoy cutting hair, I knew that I can't do this, you know, this cutting hair for the rest of my life. So I went to nursing because I'm Filipino. Yeah. After high school, I told you, I told, I told you, bro, nursing. Yeah, there we go. No nursing, nursing. <laughs> so, so during my senior in high school, I wasn't quite sure what college to go to. Right. So, you know, my mom was like, "Go for nursing," you know, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to community college." And uh, I went to Westchester Community College. Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm an ROI type of guy. You know, I never believe in spending $80,000 a year on, a, on edu- education unless you want know, to become a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. So um, I think w- that was back in 2002, 2003. You know, I pretty much paid for my own school and majored in nursing, $6,000 in the nursing program for two years. And then after that, I'm making what? as a nurse, eighty to $100,000 a year. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I fucking hated it. 
Yeah. Needed nursing. I just did it for money. But you finished. I finished the school, hell yeah. yeah. That's and the hardest thing I ever. Dude, I failed my nursing exam three t- Like, no, I took it three times. I failed it twice, but the third time I took it, <laughs> I just had to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, and then um, that's, I would say during my early 20s, I was like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still living, living with my mom, and there was a show on CNBC called The Big Idea Show. Not sure. Well, you guys are pretty young, right? It's like yeah. Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. So it's a version show. Version one. Yeah, yeah. Version one. It's a show about, you know, entrepreneurs, just regular people who just came out with their own big idea yeah. and turn it into a multi-million dollar business. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I remember there was one show. Uh, this bald-headed guy, who invented this special design razor for bald-headed men called the head blade. And, What's special about uh, well, razor? I know. Whatever. So it's a it's a regular it's like a blade that you put it through your fingers. So instead of oh, I've seen it. Yeah, instead of using a traditional razor, so you put it through your finger and just go. There's there's just like a like there's like a little like yeah. a mini wheel, like a small wheel, like on top of it, yeah, and then yeah. you just go around it. So it gives you the perfect shave all you know all you know, all the time. So I was like, what's so unique about this damn product? Mm-hmm. Until the inventor, his name is Todd Green. Said, yeah, we did it last year. We did about twelve million dollars a year. I'd like get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. Can we? Can yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. Curse all you fucking. Want. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. So I was like, I was hating straight up. A hater in a good way. So that wait. So that brings me. Well, continue. And then that brings me to my question. Yeah, go ahead. So you look at the product, right? And and just like you're saying, mm-hmm. so simple. Who the fuck's gonna buy that? Yeah. This is a mirror with three panels that hangs mm-hmm. on the door. Yeah. You bring it to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Obviously, fucking not. Cause yeah. you got this. You got to deal with Walmart. Mm-hmm. You're fucking selling loads of them, yeah. and you're doing great with it. Mm-hmm. How many people said to you, like, "What are you doing?" How many naysayers did you have for this product? Because like another product, the fucking Scrub Daddy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, oh, a dude, it's the biggest deal. Sponge with thing. Dude, a smiley dude. face. A hundred million dollars a year on a freaking sponge. A sponge. So like. I would be an idiot who would say, yeah. dude, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And look at you. It's funny you say that um, because you're talking about naysayers, right? So I remember this kid that I went to school with in high school. Um, uh, I actually played ball with him. I remember one time he told me, yo, dude, like, you're selling mirrors. Like, what the, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Right? So he was just like straight up, like, just hating on me. A year later, right? His classmate is actually in, I think he went, I think he went to Pace. It's like, he was in an NBA program. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, you know that kid, um, can't say his name, Drin, right? He actually did a case study on your business. On your business? On my business. <laughs> wow. That's funny. And the professor of that, of that program, the NBA program at Pace actually reached out to me and want actually do a, another case study. So it's so crazy how you're going to talk shit about my business and I actually end up doing a freaking case study on it. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Now, did you have the vision? You were like, no, I know this is going to make it. Did you have doubts when you were doing it? Like, did you let the naysayers get um, you? Well? I didn't have doubts because I tell people all the time, right? When you invent a product, you start from what you know. Yeah. I know. I know how to cut my own hair. You know, I've been cutting hair. Again, I've been cutting... Harrison was 16 years old, and this is when I was like 23, 24 years old. And I remember this was like 12.02, midnight. I was in a, in a basement, my mom, in my mom's basement, laying down in my bed, and it was just like, aha moment. 
That was my aha moment. Everybody has aha moments. In there's a saying. There's a saying. There's a saying. There's a saying where turn your frustrations into millions. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you about my story, right? Before I became a barber, at age 15, back in the day, you know, I always get my fresh haircut every Saturday morning, right? Because back in the day, I don't know about you, but guys, but I used to go to nightclubs. Like, I'm talking about teen nights. Back in the day. So every weekend, listen, you, you could have, listen, you could have the fresh clothes, but you don't have the fresh haircut. Dude, it's not, it's not, it doesn't go with it. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. So I remember I went to my, to my barber. I went to the barber shop and, dude, I was there. I usually get my haircut at 10 a.m. Dude, I waited four hours mm. for a haircut. Best wait of my life because why? But that literally changed my life because I went down the street, got myself a pair of clippers, and decided to learn how to cut my own hair. So my mom had that Madison cabinet mirror on her bathroom. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I actually started practicing. And then, you know, and, and, and then in school, my classmates were like, who cut your own hair? I was like, I do. I cut my hair. They were like, you were so good at first that people were yeah, already I got asking so, you. Yeah, I got so good at it, yeah. so I was like the guinea pig. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was known as Rife for the Barber in my high school. It's Four the years, classic yeah. Entrepreneur story. Yeah, you find, yeah, dude. You find a space that that needs improvement, mm -hmm. and then you come up with a solution. There you That's go. Exactly what you did. There you go. When did you launch this? Uh, June second, two thousand ten. Two thousand. Been twelve and, years. And yeah, twelve how years. How long until it became profitable? First year. Wow. Yeah. First year. You mind saying what you netted first year? First year, yeah, over six figures. And yeah. what about in your yeah. first fucking year? Yeah, you started no, in June. No, yeah, June. Six no, months. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, my bad. So June, because you talking about yeah, yeah. Probably fiscal year. Probably, yeah, probably the end of 2011. Yeah, we did. Yeah, over six figures in that. Net. And where was that all online? Yeah, or? online, online. Yeah, that's yeah. where it all online. started online. Yeah. So the first, so what I did was again, this is my first business venture, right? So the I think my third month in my business. This is August or the second month, second third month, August. I actually opened up a kiosk. At the, um, you're familiar with, you know, Palaces Mall? Yeah. 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 You know, the Apple store used to be there back in the day? Or you were, you, know, you were young. I wouldn't know where yeah. it was. I know yeah. the store. Yeah, the so mall, literally, I was in front of the Apple store. I had my own kiosk. And I had it for like one month. I just went there just to get more market research. Mm -hmm. And what I found out is that people are willing to buy my mirror if it come with clippers. I didn't have a clippers back then, but there's a beauty supply store. So I went upstairs. And I spoke to the manager. I was like, listen, I'll buy your, all your clippers at the lowest wholesale. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> and then I actually, yeah, started selling my own Kia. So I, I was selling it as a complete kit. Wow. Got it. Smart. So wait, yeah. when did you make your own clipper then? That was uh, four years ago. Oh, before Walmart. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So this was self-cut, the system, the mirror was mm. the product for yes. most of the time. Yes. And mm -hmm. you so, just started Yes, yeah, so it was the mirror. And back then it came with an educational DVD that shows you step by step on how to cut your own hair. So educational DVD. Yes. Wow. Yes. So now we have an app now. So we have over, yeah, over 100,000 downloads. And yeah, we're, we're wow. killing it. Yep. Wow. You really took it uh, uh, steps further. Of course. And what that. was the hardest part of bootstrapping? Because you said before you didn't take any money to do this. This was all self-built. What was the hardest part of doing a startup like that? Uh, to be honest with you, it's not the hardest part because going back to my upbringing, again, I didn't grow up poor. Like, I didn't grow up in a, you know, I grew up in a middle class, mm -hmm. but like, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon. So at an early age, I learned to not only how to make money, how to sell, also how to manage my finances. Mm -hmm. 
So when you talk about bootstrapping, like I was in a budget swag. Like I downgraded all my personal expenses. Yeah. I went from That's an iPhone go. to Boost Mobile. <laughs> when I go on dates, I don't take girls on a fancy dinner. I take her for some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I was I was on a budget swag. Mm -hmm. So that's how I was able to really, I think it was natural to me to kind of like, okay, cool. I was taking affordable steps, mm -hmm. you know? So you had the innate ability, you're saying, just from, from day one, you kind of knew. And you, you, were born, you weren't born in America, were you? You were no, born no, in the no. Philippines. Yeah, I was born in the Philippines. So you came over here and you kind of just had that uh, intuition and understanding of, of how to make shit work, you know? Of course. Of how yeah. to do it yourself. Yep. So I mean, it's, a, it's a real American dream story. Oh, 100%. No, it is. It is. For what reason? Your parents Oh, so out? my mom remarried to my stepdad, who is, by the way, is an American, right? right? So when I found out I have a new daddy, I told all my friends in Philippines, hey, guys, you're not going to see me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in America. <laughs> so uh, I'm not coming back, <laughs> right? Yeah, my dad yeah. is super rich. He got like 200 cars. And as soon as I got it here, dude, we just live in a regular apartment, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. But no, like what I was saying, it was like, you know, I'm just very blessed that I wasn't spoiled. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, because I was growing up, I think I was, I was very resentful towards my stepdad because I remember he financed my sister's college education, got the first car. I ended up buying everything myself. Mm. So it's, uh, it, it's a gift, you know, because it learns, it learns, you know, you learn how to survive. Yeah. You know? When you're given everything, you don't learn how to get it yourself. Yeah, not only that, but you don't appreciate it. That's true too. Absolutely. That's why when I'm, I'm such uh, a huge advocate for bootstrapping that like, I remember with Damien John, I know you had Damien John here as a guest. He said the reason why many businesses fail because they're overly funded. Right. Think about it. Yeah. You got $10 million, $20 million. First of all, do you, do you ever made $10 million or $20 million? No. So what the hell? You don't have this, I don't say the skill set, but you never have the experience to turn that 10 mil to 20, 30, 40, 50 mil. I started with zero. You know what I mean? You just skip yeah. the process. Yeah, and it makes the money more valuable yeah. in your mind. And of you're course. not going to go and spend it stupid because you think when you have $10 million, hey, how can I fuck yeah, this up? Yeah, of course. And that's yeah. how you fuck it up. Yeah. You also know the process of how to make $10 million. Yeah. It wasn't just lended $10 million yeah. at an interest rate and a percentage, you know? Yeah. So on kind of the, the same point of that money, Walmart. You have a deal with Walmart, which I find crazy because... Walmart is no fucking small company. That's right. How do you, yeah. yeah How? Got that. You ever heard of Walmart? It's a small company. Out of, uh, yeah, right there, right there. Yeah. How does that work? How do you, how does that get structured? They reach out to you or reaching out to them. And then once you're there, what is the deal like? Are you, go ahead. I'll okay. let you explain it. Yeah. But before we talk about Walmart. Mm -hmm. So I started with Walmart back in 2020, right? Okay. But, um, from the first eight years of my business, pretty much I was doing myself. Really? Right? Like I had a team. On your own website. So on my website, yeah. you know, it's like a lifestyle brand, right? How do you drive traffic to your website? Oh, like social media? Social media, mm -hmm. influencers, Worldstar. We were big, we were big in Worldstar. Worldstar, Star, no way. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah. All right. So going back in 2012, uh, one of my boys told me about this, um, you know, this website called Worldstar Hip Hop. It's like the biggest urban uh, Mark, I mean, urban website. It's like the sure CNN is. for urban. <laughs> and I reached out to them and I'm like, hey, my name is Ryder Fasoris. You know, I invented this dual product. I have this company. I would like to do, uh, I would like to send you guys a video to post it. So they were like, yeah, man, that would be 10 grand. I was like, oh shit. What? I was like, $10,000. I was like, damn. I was like, all right. So 
And then I and so I pretty much I kind of like not beg, but I really convinced her to get it down to twenty five hundred. That was still a lot. You negotiated. Oh uh, yeah, I negotiated. You negotiated. Yeah, but Put I up, bet that twenty five. Yeah. Ended up being the best twenty five hundred. <laughs> yeah, you ever spent. listen, twenty five hundred dollars again. And again, I was living in this uh, one bedroom apartment in Austin, mm -hmm. and um, mind you, I had you know I had I went from an iPhone to Boost Mobile, right? So the day when I actually sent a video to Worldstar to put it up, the very next day I woke up, I saw this red blinking light on my Boost Mobile phone, and I got a whole bunch of phone calls and orders. Stop. Payment received, payment received, payment received, payment received, payment received. They put it up. Dude, I did about 40K. In a just, day? In a day, just like that. Wow. What Just was the like biggest that. day you had before that? Like and, what what would you talk wait, wait, wait. he talked him down from yeah, the table. <laughs> <day. laughs> oh what, what was your biggest day up until that day? Like you went from what? A thousand dollars a day to forty so, day? Like tell you, so let me tell you. So our traffic, we're averaging about twenty to fifty visitors. I'm sorry, my bad. I was like, this is three years in. I would say from a hundred to three hundred visitors a day. Okay. World Star, bro, we did about shit over like 40,000 visitors in a day. Just, in a day, just so literally just, like just 150. Yeah, yeah, to so the moon. That was what really took, took off, off and then built the momentum from there. And yeah. then obviously things kind of died down. And what year was that? 2012, 13. Yeah, so that was only two, three years after you started it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. So all that money that we, I made, I just reinvested, reinvested, reinvested. It's very smart of you to go to that. While still working as a nurse, by the way. While still working? As a nurse. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I didn't just go out there and just like, no, I still have my job. That what was it like going to work knowing you had $40,000? <laughs> Dude. Uh, How do you go back to work as a nurse that day? Did no, you like, fuck this, I quit? No, because again, I'm just so good with my finances. I wasn't, I didn't splurge. Yeah, yeah. I didn't splurge. What do you do with that 40K and one day you reinvest? Yeah, reinvest, create, you know, make more, you know, uh, produce more inventory um, and just pretty much gain more influencers. Um, and yeah, dude, it's crazy though, because every year, the first eight years, I always have a problem. I make too much. My net income is too much. Like, think about it. If you netted one mil, real net, right? You're paying the government oh, I know. half crazy. a mil. I'm like, I ain't doing Trust shit. me, I know. I, I ain't doing that yeah. So I was able to do it, right? Be very creatively, where, listen, we're on a podcast. I'm going to drop some gems, but it takes a lot of trust. Right? Let's work with a million dollars, right? You real, real net one million. Mm -hmm. I'm not paying half a million dollars. Exactly. What I do is, no, I don't buy a jet like Grant Cardone. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand why, why, how he, why he yep. did it. Yep. I, just write, I just wrote a big check to my marketing agency, which by the way, takes a lot of trust and balls to do that. Mm -hmm. So instead of paying $500,000 on taxes, I got that one mil to 100,000. And pay taxes on a hundred thousand, which is about forty k, instead of five hundred thousand. Which means that I have to write a nine hundred thousand dollar check to but, your marketing. Agency, yeah, but that nine hundred thousand dollars is gonna spend the, is cover all my expenses. Yeah. yeah. So I'm using that example, right? I know so, what you mean. You know, so hopefully they picked up on that. What do you mean in that? <laughs> <laughs> that was a little under the radar. But. Yeah. You know, but no, it's legal. I actually yeah. spoke to like fifty different accounts about it. You didn't just go to Puerto Rico and start no. laundering. No, no. The, 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 the challenge is. Is that you gotta be liquid to do that? Yeah. Not a lot of business can doesn't have that. that yeah, write that check. And I've been doing it since I started my, you know, my company. I see what Smart. you mean. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Um, but going back to, I'm sorry. So going back to your Walmart question. Yes. 
Okay. So eight years, killing it. All right. And I knew, I, I always like to plan ahead. Like Patrick B. David, you got to be five steps, ten steps. Yes. There are, so I was like, I got to get into retail. So I had a bad experience dealing with, you know, reps over the years. Who's going to represent you, get you in Walmart. You know, like I lost time and money. Until one of my best friends, Paul Rosalino, number one sales rep in the city. He used to work for this tech company. The company went downhill, mm -hmm. called me up. He was like, yo, the company's going downhill. I was like, don't worry, bro. I went to his house. I went to his house. And I was like, don't, don't worry. You know why? Because you don't work with me. <laughs> so because he's such a talented salesperson, I pretty much, I, I hired him to be my co-founder. Wow. So, so we worked out a deal. Eight years in, you hired a co-founder. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I can't do this by myself. Yeah. You know, I have the money, you know. And during that time, I also had a potential investor. I don't care about the money. I, t I care about the skill set. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 2018, that's my child's best friend. We worked, you know, now we're, you know, we're working together now. And it took about a year and a half to get to Walmart. Now, like you've did, been trying for eight years. So no, I got for years, years. Can you tell us about that process in a little more detail? Yeah. So here's the thing. I, from my experience, I highly recommend for you to, for somebody to find a representative, yeah. right? Because you can't do this on your own, right? So what I did was, yeah, I hired a co-founder who's extremely, I call him a sales assassin. Sales assassin. So he was able to find a representative that has uh, experience dealing with Walmart for 25 years, mm -hmm. right? He's like semi-retired. So we reached out to him, and then his job is to actually find a buyer. So whatever the category is, for, for our category, we're in the, in the Clipper Beauty category. You need to find that buyer. It's hard because that job is a cutthroat job, so it changes, right? I would say once a year, twice a year, right? So for us to get to the buyer and get her attention, that was hard. That was all my, the representative's job. Mm -hmm. So the buyer kind of like, all right, cool, this is a cool product, disappeared on us. Mm -hmm. Disappeared, right? Then I was able to find her on social media, right? Find her on social media and uh, reach out to her. And, um, you know, and we actually, um, you know, yeah, we did a TikTok video. <laughs> she saw that TikTok video and she responded to our email and we got on a phone call. I was like, all right, we're gonna put, we're actually gonna give you a, a PO. Oh my yeah, and the rest was history. Wait, when and you say buyer, she's representing yeah. Walmart? Walmart? Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the buyer for that category. Got yeah, it. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't even know that's how it's set up. So yeah. there's people at Walmart that are buying products they believe yeah. are gonna sell off mm -hmm. the shelves. Different departments, different categories right. from toys, you know, pets. Food. You had to know a guy who knew her. Well, they, well, they had, they had to do their diligence. They had to go and find a buyer. Right. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, you could do link. Yeah, you could do LinkedIn. So my guy did straight up cold calls, LinkedIn blasts, everything. But he was able to find the the right person. Right. It's all who you know, man. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. all who you know. Yep. It's funny. So you, we're kind of skipping around a little bit here, but. Walmart just uh, happened in the last couple of years now, but you you built this entire brand on social media, essentially. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the social media aspect. Right now you have like 180,000 followers on your 
on self cuts Instagram page. And that's just Instagram without all the other ones, 130. How did you grow that so quickly? How is, how did it get to such a high level? Was it you doing it yourself or was it your customers posting videos for you? It was all of the above because like what I said, what's so great about our product is that our customers create their own videos. We don't ask them to, because when it comes to cutting your own hair, right? You have this pride and you want to show it off to the world. Look, look. Look at my haircut. Look at my face. I saw it today. I'm, I'm looking at uh, videos, mm-hmm. and there's people doing challenges online. Oh yeah, to cut your own hair challenge. Yeah, yeah. and there's people calling you out. They're like, "I want to see you cut your own hair." <laughs> and I watch this guy, and your hair looks better than yeah. his. So, good thing you, maybe you did respond. I didn't see. But. Uh, well, that was maybe that was an old video, but yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, and also a lot of uh, big uh, following you know, following on social media, like World Star Hip Hop, like big like barber pages. You know, um, I feel like barber culture and hip hop culture. Yeah, that's that's our target audience. Yep. So that's why it's easy for me to market because one is I am the audience. I know how to speak to them. I know yeah. how to communicate with them. So we we know it's like yeah, know the audience. I am the audience. No way, yeah, no yeah. way better to know them than be them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, what? I just want to ask this question too, uh, and we might clip it back to what we were talking about before. But how many Walmart stores are you in now? All of them. So. Here, let me just give you some, some breakdown. Right now, we're currently 1,000 stores, right? Wow. So there's, Walmart is 4,000 stores total in the U.S. You're in a quarter of all. Yep. Yeah. So 2024, we're going to be most likely all stores. All of them. Wow. Yeah, because this, let, me, let me give you the breakdown. Because people think, oh, the more stores, the chances of you selling. Yes and no. So with Walmart, you have your own, they have their own metrics that you have to hit. If you don't. They'll pull you off the shelf pull you off and also you got to buy those units back oh shit it's oh, called so buy back giving you money up front yeah for yeah but it's sometimes not 60 not 90. Yeah. so we did it very strategic where we didn't you know got too happy like we want four thousand stores yeah, yeah. we were just very strategic it's like one thousand stores cool oh you get to choose that no 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 no. what happened was yes and no like but it's like one thousand to, to test well not to test just to kind of just let's just, just do fill it the market out. Yeah, yeah, yeah fill yeah. the market out um, so last year there was, you know, I actually became uh, a better, I went from a CEO to CFO. And I'm going to tell you why. Again, we don't know anything about Walmart, right? I, we thought like, uh, I think the biggest thing when it comes to working with Walmart is not only have a great product, this and that, it's logistics. In order for us to get paid, your logistics has to be on point. Right. Our logistics was all over the place. Mm. There were there were one point one point where Walmart owed me close a million dollars. So I was like, dude. So that right there was you want to call it growing pains? Yeah, that was a growing pains for me. Because but you got paid. Up, yeah, we got paid. But dude, like I mean, that, that's scary. That, too, that, that was scary. That, you know, that was scary. That was scary. That was really scary. But I think it's uh, it's a uh, it's part of the growing pains and. Um, yeah, man. It's like now we're, we're back in track, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What percentage now of your business is coming from Walmart and your own 75, website? 25. 75% is retail, and then 25% is Amazon. Wow. And, yep. So it's Amazon sweat. and website, yep. So Walmart's now a lot of yeah, your it took business. Over. Yeah, it's all about volume. Yeah. The yeah. profit is it's like they'll take you know a huge mar- uh, margin for you, but it's all about volume. Right. Yeah. Yep. How important... How important for you to grow your business? How important was social media for you? This oh, whole oh no, it was very no. It's, 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 
Because it started with World Star. Yeah. Now you're on Instagram, uh -huh. TikTok, everything like that. But yeah. That so was... now when you talk about social media from from a organic growth, mm -hmm. and then now last year was my first time really putting some real marketing dollars behind it. The Facebook ads. There's months I put up like 100k on Facebook. Wow. Yeah, and got like four or five x return. Wow. Yeah, because I have the right team. At the end of the day, it's finding the right team because the first, back in 2015, 16, I thought Facebook ads were a scam, bro. Yeah. Because I always break even. I spent 1000 I got $1,000 back. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. But then it turned around for you. Yeah, so yeah, so now we got organic and we got paid ads. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. At what point do you feel, okay, you've grown this enough, do you have another product in mind that you're that you're thinking or do you have other businesses that you're working in because you seem like a through and through entrepreneur yeah no i'm such lazy focused that like that's the thing like oh wow interesting yeah i'm so such it's just this yeah this, this like it. yeah i was doing like real estate here and there but like this is my you know bread, bread and, butter. and butter okay and like and let me tell you about our clippers okay tell so me. let me give you the, the story <laughs> about our clippers okay so you gotta be, you guys be blown, gonna be blown away <laughs> I'm telling you, check this out. Check the clippers, it out. baby. <laughs> Before I tell you guys about our clipper, let me tell you the story behind it. Okay. Okay. So um, before we got to Walmart, uh, we were already selling our clippers, right? Online, right? People love them, right? And what's so unique about our clippers is that they're for professionals, and we we made it available to the consumer market, right? Mm -hmm. So when Walmart, when we did our first year with Walmart selling our mirrors, we you know we kicked ass. They were like, oh, do you have new products, any product? Like, yeah, we, we have our clippers, right? And we told Walmart, hey, uh, just give us, you know, 250 stores just to do a test. Because you got a test, right? Dude. A month later, they said, yeah, we're going to put in 1,000 stores. With the clippers? With the oh, clippers. After one month? Yeah, one month, all right? Give us some oh, yeah, metrics. So check this out. So I was like, I was doing my, my numbers. I was like, hold on. So I got to produce like half a million for these clippers, untested, right? And they were the most expensive one. So I'm competing with Wall, Andis, Conair, Remington, and I'm, all, I'm the most expensive one here. Dude, my rap told me, listen, his name is Brian. It's like, Rayford, this is your Eminem moment. If you don't do this. <laughs> Are you gonna capture? Listen, if you don't do this, right? You know, you gotta lose yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Before you break yourself. Yeah, yeah, I love it. If you don't do this, you're going to be stuck as an accessory item company. Mm. I was like, shit. I was like, dude, that's half a million. It's that's like, a big gamble. And I was like, dude, I was like, it's untested. This, when you're selling products in retail versus online, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Right? I was like, fuck it. Throw the dice. Nope, because I'm very strategic. Let's do half of that. Oh, 250. Yeah, 250. Oh, word of inventory. Cool. All right. 30 days we sold out. Oh my God. So then and you were in a thousand. So then stores. how much yeah. do you 30 days. Pay? Anyway, 30 days we sold out. So when we're looking, we're like, you know, selling out, like, shit. Here's the thing you can't be sold out in Walmart. Yeah. Like, so we're. You gotta. Yeah. So I thank God I had a, a few thousand units laying around my warehouse. But I could. So what I had to do was I had to repackage it. Because the clippers that we have that we sell online, it's a different box. So mm -hmm. I told my manufacturer, hey, put it on the plane, right? Empty boxes, we just gonna repackage it. Mm -hmm. So pretty much that was like a, I didn't make money for that, I broke I break even because I wanna, I wanna just 
still have the relationship yeah, with Walmart. Yeah, you couldn't lose that. Yeah, I, I that. can't lose. No, yeah. no. So I was working for free for two weeks. Yeah. So I hired 20, 20 people to help me repackage. Dude, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean a penny. How late you up at night doing that? Dude, every day, five days a week for two oh weeks. Oh my God, you probably have nightmares yep. about that. Yep, yep. That's crazy. Well, that's were, how you make it happen. Yeah, shit. So, you were talking before about how you changed from the CEO to the CFO now. So yeah. what is it? What is it? You talk about building the right team. Mm -hmm. So you've basically, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming you've delegated a lot of the stuff. Of course, of out. course. So what are you doing now in the day-to-day? -day? What, is, what is left? What is your main strength and area that yeah. you're focused so on now? So now, um, you know, I'm still the CEO. But <laughs> yeah, of course. But I was acting more of a CFO because what happened with Walmart where they owe us about a million dollars. And like, I wanna make sure, cause I got a lot of expenses, I make sure it's floating. Right. And now I'm in a floating game now. Mind you, I still have line of credit that I haven't used, right? I have $3 million line of credit I haven't used. And right? it's from a bank? Yeah, from a bank, right? You don't even need it. No, I don't need it because like, if I need it, like I, I took maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars to kind of float the money, but I paid it back right away in full. Go get some jet skis. Right? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> well, Ian knows what's you know? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so it just really made me pay attention to the, to the numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, because numbers sells a lot. You could say about like, yeah, so, you know, sales, cues, all, I get it. Marketing, all that stuff, right? Customer service. But at the end of the day, if you don't have your numbers right, because your numbers read, tells you a lot about your business. Mm -hmm. You know? And I was obsessed with it, you know? So I'm paranoid. So I tell people all the time, like I, I look at my numbers before I have my breakfast. Yeah. It's, it's people who are obsessed with that type of stuff who make yeah. it big because yeah. the numbers don't lie. They yeah. never lie. Yeah. That's incredible. You know, because you know what to do. Okay, cool. This is how much we have. All right. You know when to be aggressive when you know, okay, cool. This amount should go here. It's like I could just pretty much just like move, you know, move things around. Yeah. To grow the company what's the next step for you with all this is, is there any new products coming out that you can uh, talk about yeah or no? yeah so one uh, with walmart we're obviously you're going to increase our stores 2024 mm -hmm. right so we're going to be in 4,000 stores we're selling our mirrors the 360 mirror our cordless combo still 1,000 stores but we have our own single clipper and single trimmer mm -hmm. packaged it you know individually uh 3,000 stores yeah so we have that the next one, you guys are gonna be blown away. We're gonna actually, we're turning into a tech company. Yeah, we are. With the whole AI and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So, so you're talking about Buske, the booking software? So we're doing that, but we actually have more products. So it's, the self, it's called Self-Cut System AI, it's the lead generator. We generate for so basically we were for barbershop owners. So we're getting help. We get helping them to get more customers. Mm, I got it. I got it. I got it. And you're using AI trans, to do that. That's a transition. Yeah, yep, that's a transition. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game. Let me ask you this: Have you ever seen one of those? You know those little mirrors that dentists have mm -hmm. to look at the back of your teeth. Do you think you could make one a little bigger so I can <laughs> get under my nuts a little bit? Because it's really hard to, and I'm trying it's to- It's nobody it. brought that out, it's pending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like pending. that'd be a great yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, You're gonna course. get everyone to buy it. I know, I know. It's I mean, pending. look at, uh, what's that What's well, that one man. where the guys marketed yeah, it yep. as just for shaving yep. your balls? Man's and like, yep. they blew up. Yep. And it's yep. the same shit. It's no different trimmer than it is anything else. And it's crazy about Manscaped. Listen, I listen. I respect the brand, but I think they were, I think they raised millions of dollars, right, from uh, venture capital, and um, now nah, like, I, I think they're a, a terrific brand. But 
it's not it's not like how you boost our company, man. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like it's different. It's different. Yours is yeah. organic. What you do you really have an incredible story? Oh, thank you. This thank you. What are your competitors? Because I feel like someone now that this is out. Yeah. There's got to be shit on Amazon. Oh, yeah, like of course. Oh, no, 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 like 50. Yeah. yeah, like 50. I, I saw yeah, I saw 50, yeah. But it's um, like... Yeah, so what happened was um, I actually have a patented design on that mirror, this one, the okay. small one. Mm -hmm. The rest, right, uh, just to make the long story short, we didn't apply for the patent because we got a whole bunch of knockoffs. I was like, dude, this is... No, because I have like five different versions, mm -hmm. you know? If you ask me, should, you know... First time, you know, for somebody who's thinking about inventing a product, should they, should they patent the product? I was like, yes and no. Uh, there's one is a uh, provisional patent, which costs about 100 bucks, yep. right? And there's another one called non-provisional patent, which costs you anywhere between five, 10, 15, 20 grand. Mm -hmm. But the, the thing is, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't guarantee you're gonna actually get the patent. So you guys, it's a judgment call, Yeah. you know? Um, because not because when you file a patent, ninety nine percent of the time, they'll deny it, and then you have to go. Yeah, it's it's, it's a whole process, right? That my patent attorney told me. Um, is that why everyone always says I have a patent pending? Yeah, never is approved. No, never approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. You know. That's true. So again, it's like um, for example, like you know the ring, you know the home security. Yeah. Product? Yes. Didn't file a patent for it because. You know, at the end of the day, it's business. It's all about speed. Who could market and sell the fastest? And, right. quickest, yeah. right. and then once you have your name out there, now there can be You're a bunch of knockoffs. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. 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 So, like, was that, is that like a big risk for you to try to like, you know, because you, you said you sold out right yeah. away. Mm -hmm. Was that actually like a demand play or do you think that was like more of like a, just like it was just risky for you? Uh, yeah. So when we were selling our clippers online, we're going based on our pace, right? Because we don't have, because when you're dealing with Walmart, they expect you to produce hundreds of thousands of units. Yeah, their pace. Their pace. Right. So you run to, you're run, you gotta run into quality of the product, right? Late shipment, penalties, all that stuff, labeling. Like they're very strict on that. If you mislabel your box, yeah, they gotta, yeah, no, not only that, you gotta pay, yeah, first of all, they send it back and you have to pay for it. They'll penalize you. Oh. You know what I mean? So that's why what I was saying, you can't do this by yourself. You need a team, the right team, you know? Have you been with the same manufacturer since day one or has that been like a challenge? Oh, uh, with the Clippers? Yeah. Uh, I went to like three different manufacturers before we got into Walmart. But the mirrors, dude, I went to like nine different manufacturers. Really? I actually flew to China. Holy shit. Wow. I flew to China, bro. Listen, uh, listen, that, that's where my, my stuff is being made, dude. I couldn't eat the food over there, bro. I lost weight. I lost like 12 pounds. <laughs> All I had was soup and dumplings. Just it. Yeah. Just it. But that's where it's still made today. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's funny. I yep. couldn't eat the soup and yep. dumplings. Everything, all this stuff is made in China, the, yep. the cordless combo yep. as well. Yep. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. where you, that's where you're manufacturing out of. Yep. Manufacturing has got to be tough because that's that's when you start to get into like, you, it could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars if, if there's fuck ups and, yeah. and things. That so let me wrong. tell you about my first batch, right? <laughs> This drama, I need to hear some drama. I know, baby. I know, I know. So I remember my first manufacturer, he was saying that, don't worry, Mr. Storis, um, you know, we, you know, you don't have to pay for this amount, uh, this price, this, it's, you know, it's better price. I was like, okay, all right, send it. <laughs> as soon as I opened the box, dude, my, I felt like my, all my organs just fell out of my body. I was like, what the hell is this? There's nothing wrong with the actual mirrors. 
but just uh, the panels, it, it felt like it's supposed to be, remember back in the day, um, the iPhones? Mm-hmm. You know, in the back, it's very uh, sl- like smooth to touch. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like chrome. Yeah, right? Dude, it's made of like, I felt like a, like a, like a sandpaper. I'm like, what the heck is this? What? Yeah, dude. I'm like, but thank God I was able to sell it because the customer doesn't know the material. They just, look, they just know the pictures. Mm-hmm. So I was able to sell it. No problem. Correct it. Yeah, correct time. it. Yep. But like that, what if it were, wasn't able to sell it, that cost you $100,000. I'm assuming you're ordering them in, in bulk. Yeah. You know, thousands yeah. and thousands of units I think the first, the, the, first, no, the first batch was 1,000 units. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your scariest moment in the business? Uh, dude, it was Walmart. It was Walmart. No, 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 yeah. Because think about it. I was just chilling. Uh, the first who do eight, you nine years. Call? Like when Walmart owes you a million, like who do you call? Yeah. Dude, it's... Ghostbusters? No, no, no. So thank God. See, so my boy, Paul, my co-founder, who's supposed to be my sales uh, director of sales, gave me to retail. He ended up doing the logistics. <laughs> So you see the whole like the whole night like the chaos. We figured it out, and then we actually hired a a consulting firm who does Walmart logistics. So, so that so there. Shout out to Ethan Walton, right? Lifesaver, again, additional expense, but I don't care. I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my million dollars. Yes, sir. (laughs) That's what I like to hear. How many total people do you have working for the company? Because it's very unique. Yeah, a lot of the stuff is yeah, it's very small. It's like about like. Like eight. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know if you had like some big production set. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Curious question. So I have uh, manufacturers, right? Fifth, like I would say like about 50, 70 people. Mm-hmm. And then I have my own team where who does social media. I actually have my own uh, camera guy, editor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, my own little logistics, you know, person, which is not Paul, but my other friend. But uh, now we actually hired a full logistic company who's familiar 100% with Walmart. Mm, that's great to have. Yeah. That's, that's someone to have. Yeah, that was a game changer, yeah. Yeah, in your pocket, that's great. So you talked world star hip hop into putting you on for $2,500, which is fucking insane, which put you um, blast on social media before social media became the giant that it is today. That's when social media was just like the top legends. Give us some crazy stories about that. I mean, you must have been in touch with somebody through World Star. This is back in 2020, right? Obviously, you guys know, dealing with the whole pandemic, all the barbers just were closed, right? And I remember I got this, this DM, right? I opened it. Listen, I'm not going to lie. Swiss Beats. Reach out to me October 3rd, 2020. Swizzy. <laughs> right? What did he say? What did he, he say? Said, I can't do his voice, but <laughs> I need this. I need this entire setup, please. Like, he said, he said, I need this entire setup, please. I was like, of course, right? Uh, yeah, we're a big fan. Thank you for your support. And he said, I started as a barber. What? Right? I said, like, that's amazing, right? Start, yeah, I started when I was 15 years old. Yeah, I was 12 in the Bronx. Damn. And then, yeah, and then... Um, and then he said, yeah, I cut my kid's hair and my hair to this day. So oh, I was wow. like, oh, shoot. Very interesting. And then, uh, yeah, dude. And then he gave me his address, gave him a, sh- you know, and uh, he got the product. Boom. And boom. That rest is history. Just, Just like that. that. Did he, he post about, about it? it? Yeah, he did. He actually right. posted it. Yeah, he did post it. He gave me a, a big shout out. So That's nice. fire. Yeah, That's and, uh, dope. Yeah, dude. And then, um, let me see. Did I? Yeah, I actually did a, a, a video. Hold on. 
All right, so let's talk about 2020. You just you just kind of hinted at it, but 2020 obviously is COVID. Yep. Nobody can go to the gym. Nobody can go to barbershops. Nobody can go to restaurants. DoorDash gets big. Fucking weights at home get big. I'm assuming this blows up. How was 2020 for you? Uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. So March of 2020, I think Mar- like around mid-late March, we started like seeing like, whole bunch of sales coming in and then all of a sudden dude it's just like not even a second half every half a second orders 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 incredible incredible dude that one month yo dude we did about three million one month holy one shit. month passively all right one month all right one month dude you get three hours. million in one month in one month in you one gotta month. have a big head that month and you say you know what Treating myself. What do you do with three mil in one month? So, I, so first of all, I called my mentor up, right? And I was like, hey, man, uh, what am I supposed to do with all these millions, millions, right? Like cash. That's the difference between sales millions versus yeah. you actually, your bank account. You actually have it, right? He's like, oh, get a Lamborghini. Get a, you know, get an exotic car. <laughs> like, I want your mentor. I'm like, I'm like here's the Let's thing. So out, big, no, big shout out to my, no, big shout out to my, um, to my mentor, uh, PJ. Uh, from I Create Millionaires, and he was like, yeah, dude, like, so he actually taught, now he teach people how to buy exotic cars without losing money. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's my, yeah, that's my mentor. Yeah, yeah, so he was like. Exotic car hacks? Yeah, exotic car hacks, yeah, Yeah. that's my, yeah, that's my mentor, yeah. And he told me, yo, um, Rayford, just, you know, tell me what kind of car you want, and I get it for you below market value, and then, yeah, and then you could just, you know, drive for like a year or two, we sell it, either you break even or you make profit from it. Wow. Yeah. And here's a, a picture. And so the strategy is just buy it below market. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got, obviously, yeah, just it. Yeah. Right? But just, yeah. He gets more into it. I had the 2015 Lamborghini Huracan. Ooh, Huracan. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And here's the thing uh, when it comes to that, um, give me one second. That's so many damn videos. Oh, here's a picture. There you go. Here's a picture right here. Mm, the, is that Matt Gray? Yeah, Matt Gray, yep. Uh, Red leather. Yep, yep. Can you show the camera a yep. little bit? We'll pull it up. Yeah, we'll turn on the screen. Yeah, you turn on the screen, yep. I think it's Yeah, um, I had it for like a year. Um, I traded uh, in because one, as much as I loved the car, dude, stress me the fuck out when I drive. Oh, oh yeah, dude. dude. Dude, it's like having a hot girl that you can fuck around. <laughs> you <laughs> like, can't even yeah, do it. No, no, no. I just like no, 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 it's true. It's true. I'm like, damn. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so I Did you up, make profit on it? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. And like freaking, and then I end up getting a G-Wagon. So now I just have a G-Wagon, so, nice. you know. It's very practical, you know. It's just fucking work. I love yeah. SUV. Yeah. But, it's a write-off. Yeah, you know, but it's like, you know, it's more of those things. But like, I'm, I'm a simple guy, man. I don't need... All the crazy stuff, yeah. You know, I feel the same way. I have a Raptor, and it's like it's a hundred thousand dollar truck, but I don't give a fuck. I could do anything. It's a fucking yeah. massive truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not scared to drive it at all. Four thousand miles on it. He's got it. He's like, yo, you want to go mudding? We yeah. took it in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um. All right. So 2020 ended up being your best year ever. Yes. Uh, and then 2021, middle of 2021, this whole whole bunch of knockoffs started coming out. Coming out. And then, uh, yeah, and then t- beginning of 2022, I found out Walmart owed me money. 
It was the logistics. So, wait, wait, wait. so you didn't even know? Were you not getting the money into the account, or like you just weren't paying attention to? The no, money no, we in? were, but uh, no, because like it's net sixty. So like again, this is my first time. Because when you sell things online, you get the money right away, right? Mm-hmm. When they said oh, net sixty, all right, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Net sixty means what? Sixty days? Yes, like sixty days. Yeah. yeah. So again, because all our logistics is all messed up. Um, yeah, it, it really delayed our payments. We were getting some money, but we're not getting the full amount. Got it. So. And why? Did they give you a reason why they were holding it? Oh, this is what happened. Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about no logistics stuff. But So what happened was, in the beginning, the first five months, we were sending directly to DCs, distribution centers. Yeah. Right? So we when decided, hey, let's do it the Walmart way, because, again, we don't want to be penalized. Walmart way is we go from a warehouse to Centerpoint. Centerpoint is like a, a warehouse before it goes to DCs. Mm. So we were sending everything in in Centerpoint and the inventory that, that's in the Centerpoint, that actually got stuck or it hasn't been processed properly, it's all Walmart. Oh my so it really, yeah, it messed up our payment. So now, fuck that. When I go to Centerpoint, we just go around it and you go direct <laughs> to DC and we're getting paid. All right, let's go back a little bit. How much money were you making or in your bank account when you finally gave up nursing? When was it like, okay, I've made enough or there's enough in my bank account or I've trusted this product enough, let's quit nursing and, and go full time. What did your mother say to you when you told her you <laughs> wanted to quit nursing? Um, I quit in my seventh year, right? Holy shit, yeah, you went years. seven years. No, no, don't think about it. So check this out. So the reason for it is because I don't work a typical nursing job. I don't work in a hospital, right? I do like a private care. Like I only got oh, one patient. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Oh, my mother does. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just easier for me, mm-hmm. you know. So that right there was like okay, because I'm so used to it. And plus, like when it comes to running an online business, it's like it's online. Right. It's very it's flexible. Not, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't like time consuming. Like mm-hmm. it didn't really interfere with my schedule at all. Right. So, but. Yeah, I think when I sold my bank, like my first mill, over a mill, right? In the bank, like solid. Mm-hmm. That's when I, when I left. You're like, okay, old man, see you <laughs> later. That's good. But wow, All I right. can't believe you did it for seven years. It's not I got two more questions for you. One is my favorite question I ask everybody. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you have a message to everyone out there as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. what is your message? I think start, you, you got to know yourself as far as what type of business you want to get into, you know, uh, start from what you know, you know, um, you know, like for example, like I tell people all the time, if let's say Mark Zuckerberg came to me, it's like, Hey, I'm at this Facebook idea, right? I have no interest in it. That's right. not my thing. Right. But you come to me, Hey, I got this dope clipper or this three way mirror. I'm in. That was part of your I life. I can relate to it. Right. So it's more personal to me, you know? So again, start from what you know, yeah, you know? I think it's good because in today's world, everyone likes the shiny objects. Whatever is making money at the moment or doing this, people bounce around. I'll tell you too a funny story. When I was 18 years old, I started a drop shipping company and it was straight razors. Oh, nice. So okay. I used to have, I, I had a straight razor company. I don't even remember what it was called. I think it was razorblades.co. Mm. So I bought the razor blades name Okay. and I was drop shipping. So I would People would go on the website, yeah. buy the blade, and I would buy it from Alibaba mm-hmm. and then send it directly to the consumer. Okay. It lasted like three months. I made like nine sales and that was the end of it. Oh. But <laughs> I did start a razor blade company. Oh, nice. I was like 18 in high school. Only you sold it yeah. in years. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, like you, you gotta go out there and, and try, try new things. Yeah. You know, and just be smart with your money. That. Well, speaking of trying new things, you might have noticed I showed up a little crusty, musty, dusty today. Okay. So I'd like to put this thing let's, to work. Let's go. Let's roll some B-roll. Let's, let's go. do some cuts. I'm going to try it. Yeah, right, let's cool. try it out. I'm going to try it. Hopefully I don't fuck my head up too right, bad. Let's, let's hang it up. Let's do it. Ooh. <laughs> Suit me up. I'm ready to rip. Look at that, Let's go. We doing before and after rusty, musty, crusty to fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. My hair is not looking as dry. Free cut. All right. Where do we start? I mean, just really practice looking at different angles. If you look at this, the left sided mirror, mm -hmm. you can see the right sided of your And that's hands. the best way to do yep. it, right? Just play around with it, get, you know, get used to it. Up right? So up is still up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's just start with one side. For real though, that, okay, that's well, the weird part. Because once you figure it out, right? You're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah, if you can figure out the mechanics of like yep. getting used to your hand moving in there. Okay, mm -hmm. I got you. Okay, cool. That so, actually helps. Now, why does my nose look so big? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now the next step is, is all about the, uh, the placement of how you hold the tremor. Yeah. So the beginners, I'll, let me see how you, if I was gonna start, yeah. I would probably hold it this way, uh -huh. and I'm gonna go straight line, okay, the best I can around okay. like this. So it's, it's, it's natural to you, right? That feels okay, good for me. Yeah. How about this? How about going like this? Okay. All right. Go like this. Can you go like this? So just like this. Yeah, perfect. And just go up. No, so just go like this. Go. Oh, up. and just shake. Yeah, it right, right there. there. Okay. So we're gonna do the whole thing like that. Oh, well, I'm saying that does it feel good. Like first. Oh yeah, actually, let, let me let me look at it. Okay. Right. So I want to be able to see myself mm -hmm. on that one. Oh wow, oh wow. All right, well, now it gets confusing when you have the Yeah, yeah, so check it out. I found one over there that I Find can right see now. myself. Yeah, that's okay. easier. Okay. So, so there's an angle right okay, there. Okay, cool. Now we're going to turn the clip, the, the trimmer on. Yup. Right? Turn it on. Just take your time. Okay. And we're just going to start going. Yep. Uh, look at that. We're almost done. What you're going to do is hold it, hold it, hold it. What? This is a trip, cuz. My brain is like, everything's backwards. <laughs> Approximately 10 hours later. Cause system's the real deal, baby. 10 out of 10. I never wow. have to worry about being fresh. No more appointments. Wake up, fresh cut. See you later. It's the <laughs> SCS for life. Woo! Yeah, yeah baby.